Hello, everybody. Welcome to Method Meet Magic Radio with Jess and... With Dan, also <laughs> here on the line. <laughs> How is everybody doing today? I think Dan and I are in um, silly moods today. I, I live a silly mood, Jess. Um, I don't think I'm a silly mood. I may just be a silly guy. <laughs> All of the time. All of the time. This is good. I, this is good. I can honestly and truly say from um, being... So Dan and I, obviously, we are Method Meets Magic Radio. We are here to talk to you about all things metaphysical and personal development. So we are kicking off our nine-week transformation series where we are going to be taking you guys through a journey um, into how do you how do you make shifts and changes in your life? How do you shift and change the reality that you're currently living in so that you can um, have more energy, have positive relationships, um, be in a career or a job that excites you, um, and, and really just live, live your vision, live your dream? Yes, know it and live it, Jess. Know it and live it. Because for some people, I think one of the, the things that keeps them from actually living their dream is actually knowing what on earth they want their dream to look like. Because the, the fact of the matter is, unless we know what we're pointing towards, then how are we going to, how are we going to get there? Good point. You're right. You know, that's, I, I actually love it. And I love kicking us off today with that. Um, I want to, before we sort of deep dive into what we're going to be talking about today. I want to remind you that you can head over to Method Meets Magic Radio on Facebook, or you can go to www.methodmeetsmagic.com and it will take you over to the Facebook um, page. You can go ahead and like the page, leave a review, let us know what you're enjoying, let us know what you want to hear more of. Um, you can head over to Instagram where we are also no surprise at method meets magic um, <laughs> yeah, and, and go ahead and follow us because we're going to be having some pretty amazing guests coming on, um, coming up in the next couple of weeks. So you can get the scoop on them, see what we're up to. And um, again, connect, engage with us. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. We want to know all of the things of all of the things, by the way, those of you who are joining us uh, for the first time, uh, there are some Dan Jessensons, just Danisms. How, what should we call them? The, the funny little phrases that we that we use that are our phrases that we allow people to use because we love them, and we want their life to be brighter. So we let them use our phrases. We need to do something. We need to come up with a word. Like you remember Benefer? Did you did you know Benefer? Where it's like Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck when they came together as a couple, they became Benefer. No. Okay. And it's okay. I still love you, Jess. Thank you. Well, um, I think we need to come up with some kind of co-name for our isms. I think so. If anybody has an idea out there, go ahead and drop it in the Method Meets Magic um, Facebook page and let us know what we can call them. Oh, what you think <laughs> I don't know why I keep singing so much today and doing my silly singing voice, but it makes me feel very happy, so I'm going to do that. Which actually segues us into what we're going to be talking about today. People, we would like to introduce you to week one of our nine-week transformation series that Jess just told you about. We're going to be spending the next nine weeks taking you through the Method Meets Magic transformational series. I think that's what we're going to call it. Is that what we decided, Jess? Yep, done. This is what we decided. And if we didn't decide it before, we've decided it now. So welcome to the nine-week transformational series. And in this, we're going to be introducing you to an idea that really marries the true spirit of what Jess and I are here to, to deliver and share with you on a weekly basis. That's bringing in metaphysical tools and allowing you to ground it in a way that actually brings you practical results in your life. Practical results in your relationships, in your abundance, in your health, in your wellness and general well-being. Enabling you to really get not even what you want out of life, but what you deserve out of life. And the first thing we'd like to talk about is the idea that energy must be aligned with the outcome that you would like to see for yourself. Your energy must be aligned. Yeah, I love that. And I, I was just thinking to myself, I just had somebody on my podcast that I re recorded earlier today, the Manifest Your Best Life podcast, which is out on iTunes. Um, Dan and I, that's how we actually connect. That was our, our 
when our grand idea to start a radio show was sparked was through, well, partially through your podcast, partially through my podcast. And we were talking about meditation. This was one of my first ever mentors. Her name's Jess Mangum. Um, And we were talking about a metaphysical tool, which is meditation. And it's amazing because we can gain incredible insight through meditation. I know Dan has a really awesome meditation practice. He wakes up at the crack of dawn, like four o'clock in the morning um, (laughs) to meditate. I do not. I definitely meditate at like six or seven o'clock in the morning. (laughs) But all that to say, like, how do you take what you learned in meditation and actually use it and go make changes and shifts in your life? That's that's what we want to teach. How do you use these metaphysical tools, something like meditation, energy work, things like that, and then actually take what you glean and learn from connecting with yourself, connecting with your spirit, and then go out and actually make changes in your lives. Cause you can gain some really amazing insight through something like meditation. And one of the dope things I'd really like to just bring into people's world today is this is really an, an awareness of the fact that your energy based practices don't have to be as fancy as meditation. Even sometimes I think we can lose sight of the fact that, Creating shifts in your energy can honestly be as easy as putting on something that makes you laugh or putting on a dance and shaking like you remember you're made of stardust. I love that, by the way. I love that. So Jess pulled a card for me the other day, and one of the things that came up was to dance as if you remember that you're made of stardust. And it just makes me smile now when I think of dancing and being stardust. But yeah, dancing, anything that raises your... And one of the things also that you'll find over the course of your time with us here on a Monday afternoon, is that we're going to be debunking some of the uh, some of the fancy phrases that I think can t- sometimes really pull us out of just how straightforward some of these tools really are. And so you're not going to hear us using a lot of big fancy phrases. We're all about grounding stuff, making it really practical, really applicable, and really, um, really useful. Uh, we're not here to show you how clever we are or how deep and spiritual we are and all that other stuff. We're here to support you getting the life that you deserve by marrying the magic that's inside of all of you and around all of you and giving you some method in the form of practical tools to bring those together to get the life that you deserve. Totally. I love that. And Dan, just what you said about, like, I'll hear people say like, Oh, well, like, what should I do for my spiritual practice or my meditation? Like, what should, how should I, how can I start to get into a practice? And I'm like, what is the thing that brings you totally into the present moment and allows you to connect back with yourself? Meaning I'm in the monkey mind. I'm starting to spin out. All of my thoughts are everywhere. I'm anxious. I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling that way. What is it? What activity is it that allows you to stop and go, Oh, wow, those thoughts aren't real. They're Mm -hmm. just thoughts. I'm made of stardust. I'm coming back to the present moment. Is it dancing for you? Do you love to go on drives? I love driving. Driving is like meditative for me, especially in a beautiful place. Um, Yeah. Is it painting? Is it calling your best friend? Like what is the thing that brings you back into, you know what? It's all good. Like it is all good. Dude, I, um, those of you who, uh, who follow me, on social media will know that uh, we had a Beyond Intention Mastermind workshop in, in New York. Yes, and I'm still here in the city. And um, we were talking about this whole idea of alignment and coming back to the present moment. And I just randomly mentioned, you know, washing dishes. And two of the, we only had eight people, it was a really, really small mastermind group that we did. There was two people that got really excited at the idea that I mentioned washing dishes as being that thing. And I think it's really important for people to recognize that if you actually go into your life and take true stock, take a real audit of those times when you're in that space, that, mm, that yummy, I'm here, that timelessness, that feeling good space, there are more random pockets of that in your life than you actually recognize. I'm sure of it. Mm. I would put, I would put um, chocolate coins on that. I definitely put chocolate coins on that. Mm-hmm. Chocolate coins on that. <laughs> what does that mean? I've never heard that ism before. I just made it up. Um, I put money on that instead of money, chocolate coins. I don't know. Either way, I really like it. I'm gonna. I'm using your chocolate. Thank you for that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Like I, the, the pleasant version of gambling. Yeah. <laughs> I put chocolate coins on that. I love it. I um I'm I'm laughing over here thinking about when I was younger my best best friend in the whole world um used to 
organize spice racks and clean out the cabinets. And that brought her back into, that was her thing, which I loved because I was not organized in the least bit. So like she would be like, let me just come over and organize your entire house and clean your room for you. I'd be like, thank you so much. I love you. Come and do this. <laughs> this feels good for you. This doesn't feel good for me. I'll go on my run or drive or whatever. Yeah. So it really worked out. Exactly. It's really cool because well, because um, I mean, I got into deep meditation practice. I'm in the last sort of um, 20 months or so. I had actually been presented with the whole idea of meditation about 15, 16 years ago. And it literally held zero interest for me. I was like, okay, I have to sit here and look at an apple and just empty my mind. No, thank you. Um, and then I actually ended up stumbling accidentally into Dr. Joe Dispenza's meditation work and I kind of flung since then in terms of my meditation practice. But before that, one of the deepest and most profound space places or activities that got me into that space um, in terms of my energy really being aligned with something bigger than me was looking at stars at night. Mm. Looking at a starry sky, I was like, boom, I was in that space. Which, by the way, did you catch the full moon last night with the eclipse? I did, which is random. And obviously, Jess and I were texting about this earlier, but you weren't there. But Jess, we need to continue this conversation at some point today. This yes. whole thing about the dates that keep coming to me to host events always lining up with new moons and full moons. Because now I've discovered that the mastermind we're going to do in Malta on a boat in May, and I'm doing it over two days, fourth and the fifth, and midnight, like 12.52, the night of, or the night before of the, the fifth. Moon. New moon. And for those of you who don't know, new moons are amazing times to, um, they're a really good time to plant new intentions and set um, a new focus moving forward. We can actually use the cycle of the moon, the 28-day cycle of the moon, to um, create what we desire in our lives, which will be held for a later show. I would love to, um, we're going to kick off, I, I think we'll probably take a break in a little bit, but we're going to talk about energy, um, what, what Dan introduced as week one of the first part of the transformation, nine-week transformation series um, in just a bit. But I wanted to ask you, Dan, so you said looking up at the moon is one of your, was, was one of your favorite meditative practices. What, what else are, what are some other like fun meditative or fun practices. I like to call them high vibe activities that help you to get back into the process. High vibe activities. <laughs> that sounds really cool to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm still singing. So <laughs> looking up at stars and the moon and other heavenly bodies still tickles my fancy. Definitely. Um, being by the water, I love, obviously I, I live by the beach. Um, going for a walk on the sand just grounds me and sort of really good. Like you get some really beautiful sunsets and sunrises. So, I love to catch those. That is boom digging for me, definitely. Obviously, I've been practicing Kundalini Yoga. Shout out to my home girl, Dawn. Whoop, whoop. Thanks for the, the session today. Um, yeah, those definitely. But really, I, I think the simplest ones are, are the most important. When I'm playing the piano, I'm in that space. I'm literally timeless and out, out of it. But definitely looking up at Heavenly Bodies was probably my number one, like when everything felt like it was truly coming on top and I was really like, ah, then just give me a starry sky or like a really beautiful moon. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm cool. I've got this. Definitely. Love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like anybody who's out there listening, think of one or two things that you um, can use to bring you back into the present moment. Obviously, if you are, um, if it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon and you're like, I want to come back into my, myself, you don't have to like wait until <laughs> eight o'clock. Like, wait, I can't, it's not. Yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> I can't do it. I haven't got the stars. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. My, one of my favorites is like dancing and music are huge for me. I had to learn though. And I learned this the hard way that mm -hmm. I had to learn that I had to listen to positive music. Um, yeah, not sad music when I was sad, because I, I think the even if you look at like the vibration of words, I'm big on that. It uh, That could bring my mood and my energy down. But listening to positive and uplifting music, super important. Um, and like I said, driving. Mm, love it. Driving is not, not bueno for me. Not bueno. No? 
No, no. One no. of my my old boyfriend used to have a 1969 Camaro, so we used to go out on Sundays and drive along the countryside, and it was it was the best. So I think that's when I started enjoying um, driving more. Well, you're gonna be you're gonna be the, the designated driver at all times then. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I just I decidedly dislike driving. All right, guys, we're going to take a break and uh, allow the magic man that is Mr. Eric to pull in some cool vibes. Uh, in the interim, Mike just said, think of one or two things that bring you back to the present moment. And uh, when we come back, we're going to share a couple of tips on how to translate that into getting what you deserve out of life, creating alignment in your energy, remembering that for those of you that joined us last week or the week before, we're talking about the three things that must be aligned to bring what you deserve into your life. One is your energy. Two is your mindset, and three is your physical actions. Your spiritual, mental, and emotion, and your physical world must be aligned with the intention that you have. We're going to take nine weeks breaking that down for you, me and Jess giving you some stuff, bringing in a guest to give you some more stuff, and allowing you guys to ask us some stuff. Every winter, up to 20 million tons of salt are applied to U.S. roads. Road salt can keep drivers safe. But when too much salt is applied on roads, it can pollute streams, kill fish, and increase salt levels in our drinking water. The good news is we can protect water quality and keep drivers safe. You can help. Join the Isaac Walton League's Winter Salt Watch to receive a free stream test kit. Then, simply dip the test strip in your stream to measure the salt level. Use your smartphone to share your results on the Winter Salt Watch map. If the salt levels in your stream are too high, the Isaac Walton League can share ways other communities are reducing salt usage. Ask for your free test kit today. To get yours, go to saltwatch.org. That's saltwatch.org. Talk radio for the heart and soul. Alternative Talk 1150. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Method Meets Magic Radio with Jess and Dan. I don't know why I'm still singing. <laughs> I love it because you have a beautiful, beautiful voice. Um, we won't go there today, though. But today. <laughs> just so you guys can remember, you can head back to um, Facebook. Check us out on Facebook, Method Meets Magic Radio. You That's can right. find us on Instagram at Method Meets Magic, and you can um, go to methodmeetsmagic.com, which will also bring you to the Facebook group. It will um, indeed. Just, but you didn't tell them how they can find you and all of your magic on Instagram also. Oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah, I forgot about that. You can find me at Jess underscore Bubbico, B-U-B-B-I-C-O. And you can find Dan at, at Dreamer CEO on Instagram. Dreamer CEO. That's me, y'all. I don't know why I did me, y'all. I that sounds terribly unauthentic when I do it. Mm. I'm going to stop. I'm okay. just going to sing. Singing will be my stuff today. <laughs> Let's sing our way into um, talking about what you the beautifully articulated before the break. Okay, so we're talking about this energy stuff. And I think energy is one of those things that can get a bad rap or just can get unwrapped, as in it just doesn't get a rap at all. And there's this whole idea that um, either energy is seen as this mystical, new agey thing that shoots out of people's hands or this thing that you have when you drink a Red Bull or you know, very few people catch that energy is just what everything's made of. When you take anything that you observe in physical reality, take it down to its smallest component and open it up, you're going to find it's made of 99.9999999% energy. Energy literally is the thing that the universe is made of, literally. And scientists have done fancy tests, which we'll talk about maybe on another day, because the tests themselves aren't really what this is about. We're talking about the alignment of it. But the tests have proven that this thing called energy, which everything in physical reality is 99.99999% composed of, actually only takes shape and form depending on what we, as a people observing it, hold an expectation of seeing. So long story short, short story long, Everything that we're witnessing in physical reality is only showing up that way because we are calling that into form with our expectations. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I don't want to. I don't want to cook noodles with that today, though, Jess. I don't want to cook noodles with that. I I think dive into like obviously everything's made of energy. Yes, Yes. I think we should really talk about because we're talking about part one of this series is all around how do you shift your energy to start creating what you desire. And this is this brings me back to that Wayne Dyer quote. It's I think it's um, if you change the way you look at things, the thing the things you look at change. Um, yes. And there is science behind that. Yes. And this comes back to, you know, if I'm wanting to live a happy, a quote, I don't even like to say a happy life. I like to say a whole life because when I mm. live in wholeness, then that to me means I get to experience the full range of emotions, sadness, happiness, excitement, joy, mm-hmm. um, fear, anxiety, and I get to experience all of it without holding on to or attaching too much to one thing. So for example, if I'm feeling anxious today, I can learn how to actually acknowledge the fact that I feel anxious, be okay with it and not attach to it and say, oh my God, there's something wrong with me because I'm anxious and I don't know what to do about it. And so I must be wrong or whatever, but actually learn how to sit and hold it and then say, hey, you know what? I've learned to sit with this compassionately. I know what it feels like. I recognize where this is coming from and I'm ready to shift my energy so that I can experience um, determination or excitement, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is, it's interesting because yesterday, um, so those, <laughs> just so you know, guys, I ended, we ended up going for like 10 hours yesterday uh, on the mastermind. Um, we did like eight hours of the workshop and then we did like a, a little after hours roundtable chat because a few people could still stay and we ended up breaking down a few concepts and talking about some really fun stuff. But a big, big piece of yesterday is this whole thing that you you must be what you want to see in your life. Um, going back to this thing about everything being made of energy, what it comes down to, and this is where this whole idea of the alignment really comes from, what it comes down to is that When we're talking about energy, we're talking about frequency. We're talking about a very measurable thing that you are, as in the energy that you're made of has to be at a certain frequency, like a measurable frequency, just like you guys tuning in on the terrestrial radio here have tuned your radio, darling, to 11.50 a.m. We have to effectively ensure that we, as a state of being, are tuned in to the, the correct radio signal for what we want to see in our lives, for that wholeness that we want to see in our life. And shifting that really can be as simple as employing some of the tools that we kind of messed around talking about with at the beginning of the show. And that's just bringing your mood up. Emotions are really energy emotion. That's what they really are. So you can actually use your emotions as a guide to where your energy is at. But then you can also use the shift of your emotions as a key to turn the dial of you as a radio signal to make sure that you are aligned with what you want to see in your life. So bringing your mood up may be putting on a film that makes you laugh like we spoke about earlier it may be dancing joyfully with jess it may be going out and looking at some stars late at night or going for a walk somewhere that makes you feel pleasant or if you're random like jess going for a very long drive (laughs) all of these things effectively bring you into a state whereby your emotions are elevated or um so this, I don't like to say like positive or negative. I just want to use elevated. Your emotions are elevated. And in an elevated state of emotion, you are more likely to be in alignment with what you want to see in your life. I love this. Yeah, there's, there's, can I add, can I give an example of something that just happened to me today? Do it. I want you to do all of the things. I love this. Yeah. So um, I, I realized, I'm like, I say I love this a lot, but I really do. So <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. I was working earlier today and I started to get anxious. I started to feel really anxious. Um, and I recognized that I was, I hadn't paused at all. And I'm inside, like I know myself well enough. I used to say, oh my gosh, I'm feeling anxious. And I, I don't know what to do. There must be something wrong. That was like, my brain said, oh, there must be some, something wrong. I must not be doing work that like the right work, or I, I would try to figure out what the problem was. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, movement, super important. We're going to be talking to a high performance coach in a couple of weeks. And he talks a lot about this. You're going to oh, all love him. About this. Um, yeah, he's awesome. But movement can like getting up. I was like, I need to go outside. I need to take a couple of deep breaths. And I called a friend and 
the ang- like the anxious anxiety that I was feeling, I was like, oh, it was trying to tell my body to move or to go and do something different or take a break. And it can be for me critical to, to a tune into my energy and then B not analyze it, but shift it and move it. And, um, you know, sometimes coming up with, okay, did something not feel right about the work that I'm doing? Okay. No, I know this is the work that I love. So let me go and try something else mm. and move. Cause you said emotions are energy in motion. Mm-hmm. So if they're energy in motion, then I need to be energy in motion sometimes too, to mm-hmm, shift. Mm-hmm. And I think people lose sight of that sometimes. Um, again, the simplicity, there's this whole thing, I think in life sometimes about making things more complicated than they are. Maybe it's because we want to talk about how, and this was for me, I'm, I'm talking from myself. For me, it was, I'd like things to be complicated so everybody could see how clever and wonderful I was when I pulled it off, right? So even in terms of my own growth and development, a big shift that I've made in my own life is letting go of this need for people to validate me by having to create these situations or by creating these situations in my life that I'd have to overcome and break through. And I was like, oh, Dan, you did that. Or, oh, look at you. I wouldn't have been able to do that. And blah, 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 blah. What did you say? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Blah, blah. Yes. I think that's the correct version. But it really isn't that complicated a lot of the time. It, a lot of the time, it honestly, genuinely is as simple as, hang on a minute. Um, I need to move. And by moving, I'm going to shake off this funky energy and feel a little bit better. Instead of we're looking for this really complicated, maybe we want to do, and there is some deep work that you can do with energy clearing. I mean, I did a lot over the summer. I did resonance repatterning work. I did matrix birthing and printing. I went for aqueous therapy and all this other fancy stuff. But oftentimes, the important place to start is just with maybe just moving your body. Like you said, moving your body and getting the energy moving or going for a walk or going for a drive or organizing your house because that's what gets you off. Um, I think it's really important just to, um, to come out of this idea of things needing to be super duper complicated and understanding that life can actually be easy. Yeah. Something that I've recognized is I start to listen and I go and I move my body or I do something different or I get out of the pattern or the habit of feeling fear or feeling anxious or feeling whatever it might be and trying to fix it. Cause like I said, and to your point, what you just said too, um, at, when I go and do something and we look at this fear, let's say the emotion that I'm experiencing is fear. Fear mm-hmm. is a low vibrational energy. I'm feeling, I don't, I'm not feeling great because literally my energy, the vibe vibration of my energy is low. Just like if I strike a chord, uh, you know, I strike the string on the guitar that has a a really low energy. You feel the lower energy in your body. It's the same thing with an emotion like fear. What Mm -hmm. happens is when I go and I shift my energy and I get out of fear and I do something that can instantly shift me into an emotion like love, which is a higher frequency energy, or I shift into an emotion like, um, fun, fun Mm -hmm. and joy. Mm -hmm. What I find is that there's often for me an intuitive insight that is lying at that higher frequency, the, um, if I'm in a place of love, I may actually receive an answer or just kind of be tipped off in my head to an answer to the question or the problem that I was having when I was in fear. Or um, I may see a pathway that I couldn't see before. It's like changing and shifting my energy opens up opportunities for more, Mm. uh, more expansion or more growth or more clarity as opposed to sitting in the fear, holding on to it, trying to decide what, you know, what that fear is or what it means or what it means about me or make up a story about it. Like you had said about like, I want to make my life complicated. So that way people praise me when I, when it's not, you know, when I get through it or whatever it might be. I like this. I like it very mucho. (laughs) And I think it, it kind of starts to lead us into this whole question of how, the how now we've touched on it but i i i wonder i mean do you feel it's complete do you think do you feel that people really understand just how straightforward this is or do you feel that you on the other side of this would still be making it a big story um about I, how to change the energy i think this takes practice consistent 
practice of doing this and becoming aware and becoming present. I mean, we can, we can also talk about some of the how and take a break and talk about some of the how. Should we do that? Should we take a break and play some funky music and then come back and talk about some hows? Yeah, let's do it. Did you know as many as 15 million Americans have been diagnosed with COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease? Sadly, COPD is the third most common cause of death in the United States. Hi, I'm Representative Cindy Rear from Washington. As many as 12 million adults may have COPD and not know it. COPD could include wheezing, cough, chest tightness, and shortness of breath, and it can vary from day to day. COPD is a disease that can worsen over time, and patients may experience flare-ups. Flare-ups can increase shortness of breath and uncontrollable coughing and may lead to hospitalization or even death. While COPD is not curable, there are treatments available to help you breathe better and prevent flare-ups. If you or a loved one has COPD, please talk with your doctor to create an action plan that fits your lifestyle. For more information, please visit womeningovernment.org. Alternative Talk 1150. Love train, love train, love train, love train. Magic, him singing in over here. (laughs) Welcome back to Method Meets Magic Radio with Jess and Dan. Hi, guys. Uh, This is where we bring the metaphysical into your world in a practical fashion, enabling you to live the life that you deserve on your terms. We're here to talk to you today about the nine-week transformation series here at Method Meets Magic, where Jess and I are going to be talking about three things that must be in alignment for you to get what you deserve. That is your energy, your mindset, and your actions. Your mind, body, and soul must be in alignment. Should we continue with the debunking, my love? Let's debunk it. Debunk. I don't know why I keep doing the whispering thing. It feels a little bit creepy to me. How do you feel about it? I can't, you, to be honest with you, I, it's fun. I'm <laughs> I love it. We're doing all of the things. They're getting all of the things today. All of the things today. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. So we talked a little bit in the, the last segments about high vibe activities and being yes. able to kind of pick and choose how you feel. Again, providing the space for whatever's coming up, anxiety, fear, whatever to come up. Love it. Don't push it down. I, I wrote it. I wrote something on Facebook that was like, when an emotion shows up, like when fear shows up, it's kind of like somebody coming to my front door and like me looking out the window. If, if I'm trying to push it away and say, oh, fear, I don't want to experience this. Go away. It's bad. It's mm-hmm. like me standing on the top floor of my house and like l- opening the curtain and looking out to the front door and going like, oh, there's somebody there. And like we acknowledge each other, but I kind of close the curtain quickly and I'm like, all right, let's hide. which that person who came to my front door may keep me on their list of people that they need to go back to their house because no one answered the door and they're just going to show up next week. Um, Yeah. And so with, um, you know, checking in with yourself and, and your fears and giving your fears and your anxieties and all of that, the space to just be seen, like I can, see somebody's at the front door. Maybe I don't really want to talk to them or I'm not really interested in going and connecting, but I'm still going to walk downstairs. I'm going to open the door. I'm going to find out what they want, see if they have information for me. I'm not going to invite them to move in with me and live with me now forever. They're really handsome. Well, yeah. Well, and we got to be careful with those Casanova. (laughs) Well, there's a way that we can compassionately hold space and then send it away and pick something different. I can get okay. back to booty shaking on my second floor and creating stardust. Are you ready, are you ready for some method to yeah. go with this? Here it goes. <laughs> the science is, is that emotions don't last anything more than 90 seconds. The true actual core of the emotion. Sometimes they're even shorter. They, they come in waves. And so when you are thinking about when you felt angry or you felt sad or you felt grief, the actual waves of that, the true waves, never last more than 90 seconds. What actually then happens is by resisting it, AKA pretending that you're not home, you create this energetic bond to it. That means that it continues to flow or by you um, trying to suppress it. That also a causes damage in the, in your body by pushing down these emotions. 
but it just ends up persisting and staying around longer. So by denying it's there or by engaging with it, which is what some of us do, we go into a pity party around our feelings um, and we end up sitting in it and the energy ends up hanging around. Whereas actually, if you just practice being present, and we're going to talk about that over the course of our time together, being present is one of the things I'm a big proponent of. Actually get into a state of presence and just allow it to be itself for that wave and honor it then it passes and then it's done mm. it's actually done in that time um i think some of the times the resistance that ends up creating this ickiness in our energy field can sometimes just be us sitting and wallowing in something that didn't need to last that long and i'm not talking about being heartless or being discompassionate with ourselves. i'm just talking about allowing the truth of that feeling that that we don't, it doesn't even serve us and doesn't even feel all that good, but just allowing it to have its time to be and then moving on within yourself to start making different choices about how we want to feel. And so when we're looking at the, the check-ins and some of these other tools that Jess and I are going to share with you in just a moment, I really want you to first and foremost, don't think that this is about suppressing, ignoring or pretending, putting your head in the sand about things that you genuinely feel. But it is about recognizing that these things that you genuinely are feeling move in waves. And those waves are never more than 90 seconds long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I actually am wondering how many people feel when they heard that a, an emotion only when I, I remember hearing when an emotion only lasts, an, an emotion is only supposed to last 60 to 90 seconds. I'm like, really? Because mine lasts for a pretty long time. Uh, but having the awareness around the fact that that that's how it's supposed to, that's the truth about it, that they mm -hmm. really only are supposed to pass through like a wave. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, so then where am I holding on? It, even mm -hmm. just having that awareness mm -hmm. allowed me to go, okay, where am I, where am I holding on? How am I holding on to this? Um. Yeah, so I, I would love to actually, perhaps we can guide the listeners to pick one area of your life that you're wanting to experience something different. So maybe that's career. And Dan, I'm actually going to let you take this one um, around kind of choosing a different reality. Because <laughs> uh, you're really good. You're excellent with this. So I'm going to let you sort of tell people how you identify going from, I actually am experiencing this, but I want to experience that. I think the key thing is, and I think the whole thing about micro shifting, which is something that I talk an awful lot about, this is a Danism, the whole idea of micro shifting, which is really in simple terms, being very deliberate in where we are baby stepping to and having a clear outcome of where we want to be at the end of these baby steps that we're taking. That's what effectively micro shifting is. And micro shifting happens in a range of different areas with a range of different things. But what it comes down to with micro shifting is, where do I want to get to? But this again comes down to the case of knowing, where do I want to end up at the end of the day? And so many of us actually go through life with little idea of actually what we want to experience at the end of it. And one of the big things about to this first section of the, of the nine week series, these next three weeks is understanding not what that is even so much as a physical thing, but what is it in terms of how I want to feel? How do I want to feel at the end of this little journey that I'm taking, whether it's um, creating an outcome in my, uh, my relationships, creating an outcome in my finances, creating an outcome in my career, creating an outcome in my friendships. It all comes down to how do I want to feel at the end of the day? Have I missed anything on that, Jess? I don't think so. I think that's a, a great, a great place to start because often I'll find people say, well, it's not this, it's not that. I don't have the space to do this. I don't have the space to do that. Like at my job, um, you know, I don't have the freedom to speak my mind and like, so what are you saying? You're saying, I want to feel heard. I want to feel seen. I want to feel powerful. I, and that gives us a, a, a true North to be able mm -hmm. to say, Hey, you know what? Maybe it is time for me to go and look for another job or mm -hmm. how can I start to step more into that feeling? Because we, we have a, a memory or a record from the past that says, yeah, guess what? I can remember experiencing when I was um, in my first ever job. I always like I was a 
I were, I don't know if I told you this, Dan, I feel like, you know, this, I worked for a DJ company. I, I was a, I worked for bar, I did bar mitzvahs and I would like get the kids up dancing. I was like a pump up dancer. It was so, it was like my favorite job. And oh my I, gosh, I, you are amazing. You would be amazing at this job. Oh, it was, it was awesome. And the, why I loved it was because I had freedom to like create and connect. And so while I was saying, oh, I loved that. It was such a fun job. Well, why was it fun? Because I felt a certain way that I wanted to feel. Mm. And so I think that does give sort of this true North that you can start to micro shift. You know, if, if it's a matter of I'm at work and I don't feel heard and it's really imp important for me to feel heard. Well, then I can start to say, well, I want to have that feeling. Mm -hmm. So where is there opportunity for me to speak up perhaps when I'm at work? Is there opportunity for me to speak up? Have I been, uh, is it really this situation that doesn't feel good? Um, or is it the, the ways in which I'm holding my own self back? Are you ready for the hack? Yeah, do it. Here's the hack. It doesn't even matter to go into the whole mechanics of it. You can literally shortcut all the way to the end by just saying, how do I want to feel as a finished product at the end of this? Not even asking the questions about um, what does it look like and blah, blah, blah. Just when I close my eyes and see myself in the vision of the finished product, AKA me being heard and all of these other qualities that I want to experience, what emotions are happening in my body at that time? Is it peace? Is it a satisfaction? Is it elation? Is it an air of confidence? Like what feelings are actually in my body? And then you actually start to get a roadmap. Uh, you, and you start getting a blueprint, should I say, of the energy frequency that you want to be operating at as the final product. And once you have that, then actually creating that experience for yourself just becomes a matter of connecting to those feelings that you want to have in your body. Mm. This is, I think, the perfect time for us to remind everyone that we are hosting our first ever Method Meets Magic Mastermind Retreat in Sedona yes. in mm -hmm. May mm -hmm. 31st through June 3rd. Yep. And um, guess what? On a new moon. And yes. we're going to be literally <laughs> teaching you how to do this, like in yes. depth. I know we're giving you some tools today, but we're going to really be teaching you how to do this in depth. So I'm going to go ahead and post that to the Facebook page um, now. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, let, let's just review really quickly. So step number one is mm -hmm. pick some of these high, like what are your high vibe activities? What are the things that you can do when you start to get into fear, you start to get into doubt, you start to get into worry. What are the things that you can, what are your high vibe activities that bring you back into the present moment? Is it going for a run? Is it connecting with a friend? Is it dancing? Is it looking at the stars? Is it driving? Like go ahead. And if, if you can even right now, go ahead and write down two to three activities that, you know, are go-to activities for you to kind of snap out of it. And pick can. a range, pick a range. Like I said, we had the mastermind here in New York and for a couple of people, it was washing dishes. Own it. If washing dishes makes you feel good, Go for it. Pop that on your list. If it's something that you can do here in the moment, maybe something that maybe takes a bit of movement, like going out to, to the beach for me or going for the drive, write those down, get a nice little cheeky, uh, cheeky list going. But just before we do that, you'd completely jumped over some of the most amazing things about our mastermind. I think you just shortchanged everybody by not letting them know that we've got a gourmet chef coming to prepare our meals, that there is only going to be six people that we're going to be hanging out with over those four days, that we're going to be making the manifesting boxes together with you, that we're going to be doing the new moon ceremony, that we're going to be going through the three phases of alignment there and then, that I'm going to be teaching them the ultimate ideal life blueprint. You missed all of the things, Jess, all of them. I missed every single one of them. Thank you. All of the things, all of that, and you're going to learn how to connect with your own intuition and the language that Ooh. you intuition. Connect to your intuition, <laughs> and we'll be singing as well, singing and dancing. They'll be singing and dancing, and chocolate and wine. I will be um, bar mitzvah party dancing. Are you going to be bar mitzvah party dancing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I may bring my guitar. I think I might bring my guitar. Oh my gosh, this just got even better. It did. <laughs> Boom. Sage drop. <laughs> but yeah guys get yourself a couple of activities on your list and 
have a clear and this is one of the the things I think people really really jump past when it comes down to recognizing how simple it can be how straightforward it can be let me not say simple let me say straightforward it can be to get to where you want because at the end of the day getting where you want is so that you can feel how you want to feel but here's the hack there is nothing stopping you feeling that way now apart from your beliefs that you can't feel that way here and now love it boom sage drop there it goes so we we've given them the high vibe activities Yes. Number, one. Mm-hmm. Number two, starting to look at what, how do you want to feel? Like literally mm-hmm. picturing that end result. How do I want to feel yes. in my career? How do I want to feel in my relationship? How do I want to feel at home with my family? Um, getting really get, get clear on that. And, and you can get clear by literally visualizing it and having fun with it. Mm, fun is so important fun and play oh Mm -hmm. ultimate places of creation guys when you're in a state of fun and play you literally are in the make what you want matrix literally that is where you are i'm just saying beautiful Mm -hmm. well and the last thing i think we wanted to tell tell everyone about today is is learning how to check in with yourself so sometimes i don't know if anyone else has ever experienced this but i can certainly say for myself that like i was talking about feeling anxious earlier sometimes i start to feel i, I might start to feel anxious or start to feel fear or start to feel something that doesn't feel comfortable and i'll I'll kind of just keep moving through it until I start to feel really anxious or feel a lot of fear or whatever it might be because I need to move or I need to do something different um, and I'm not listening to myself. And then it's like an hour of time that wasn't really productive or I told myself I needed to push through it or whatever it might be. It's really important. I like to do a self-check-in and I do this in the morning. I do it midday and then I do it in the evening time. And what the check-in is for me is I just literally sit down and you can do this, can take you two minutes. And I sit down and I close my eyes in the morning. This gives me a baseline to know where I am physically, mentally, emotionally. And I say spiritually for myself. You can say how connected I am to my true self, my true purpose, whatever you like to sub in there. If spiritually doesn't resonate with you, it gives me a baseline to say, okay, I'm here now. I know that I want to experience ease and grace and joy today, um, but I woke up and I'm feeling sort of anxious. Okay, what do I need to do to work through that? Or I'm feeling kind of sad. What do I need to do to work through that? Maybe it's the high vibe activity. Maybe it's breath work, whatever it might be. And what I do is I literally sit down two minutes and I do a complete body scan and I breathe and I close my eyes. If you don't like Mm -hmm. closing your eyes, you can take a low gaze And I breathe all the way down to my toes and I do a body scan from my head down through the face and the neck, down through the shoulders and the arms, into the fingers. And I notice all the way down my core, into my hips, down the legs, into the toes. I begin to notice how my body is feeling. Am I feeling physical aches and pains? Am I feeling open? Do I feel, um, um, do I have a headache? Like I literally check in with myself because it's easy to pop up in the morning, get on my phone, go out into my day without actually really connecting with myself in the first place to see how I'm feeling. Then I ask myself, where is my mind today? Is my mind racing? Am I, is my mind automatically set on worry? Am I optimistic? Where, where am I? <laughs> Love it. Then I ask myself, where am I emotionally? Am I experiencing, mm. experiencing sadness? Um, you know, where, what am I experiencing? And then I ask myself, how, how connected am I to myself, my true self? For me, that's my work. How connected am I to my mission? How connected am I to, um, you know, the relationships that I want to see in my life? How, how connected am I to that highest version of myself, that vision that we talked about? And then from there, if you say to yourself, wow, my mind is focused on yesterday and I can't get over that thing that happened with my boss, you now know, okay, let me pull out my journal and I'm going to journal on it. Or let me um, call that person and, and address what happened. Or um, let me just shift to a totally new story, which is the fact that it's okay that my boss and I kind of butted heads yesterday and that I'm going to walk in with my head high to 
today and speak my truth or whatever it might be. It gives you, if you know where you are when you start your day and maybe even in the middle of the day, did I, I started out my day and I was feeling emotionally very, um, uh, calm. And then now I'm feeling stressed and anxious. Okay. Well now why, why is that? How can I shift back to that calm that I was feeling at the beginning of the day? So it gives us a really good roadmap when we check in with ourselves. Um, I love yeah. this. And as you know, I also do, um, I'm very deep on the check-ins also. I've got a number of times through that. First, I've got my morning practice at 3.45 in the morning that I start with. And I've also got a wind-down practice in the evening. The evening wind-down practice uh, starts about half an hour before my intended bedtime. So as long as I'm being my you know, ordinary time and I'm just not, not going out anywhere, I'm just at home, that normally starts around sort of nine, half nine. When I start to wind down, I start to reflect back on my day and look at what am I grateful for from the day and start to move my gratitude list over to my journal. But then during the day, every couple of hours at prescribed times, I've got checked into my diary. It's lots of time when I can literally take a moment, breathe into where I am and ask myself a few questions about how I feel and whether how I feel is in alignment with how I want to show up. And I'm really looking forward to the, uh, the call-in show that we're going to be doing on the 4th of February, Monday, the 4th of February. That's right, guys. We're going to be turning on the phone lines and letting you guys have a call in. We're also going to be having um, uh, my dear friend M, who actually is my co-host on the, the Q&A uh, series on my Do It With Dan podcast, coming to ask us some questions as well, all about energy, moving energy and getting into alignment energetically with our feelings, with our emotions, with the outcomes that we want to see in our lives. Oh, beautiful, 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 and beautiful. Yes. I think that's it for us today on Method Meets Magic Radio, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in live. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And there it is. Boom. We are <laughs> going to be posting. We put the Method Meets Magic Retreat up on the Facebook page. Go check that's it right. out. On top six of that, only. we're going to post people. We're going to post a little bit about what we talked about today in terms of how to shift your energy and those tools. Let yep. us know what you think. What did you like? What did you try? What are you excited to try? Yes. Um, and yeah, we're sending so much love to you. That's Go enough. out there and be magical today. In a methodical way. <laughs> <laughs> Big love, everybody.